Hello, my friends. It's Andy and Hattie coming to you live from Southern California for the Living Fearless Devotional and ResurrectMinistry.com, where you can find all of our content, this podcast and Andy's Fearless Man podcast, my articles from the Christian Post. I've gotten a lot of feedback on the transhumanism one. You did? Yeah, it's actually been going pretty good. You can find other resources to deepen your relationship or your walk with and your walk with Christ. Uh, check it out. Drop us a line. We'd love to hear from you. And if you care to donate, hit the donate now button. At resurrectministry.com. Dun, dun, dun. Dun. So go there and uh, visit. We have a lot of people that already showed up. We have Lisa Wood. Hi, Lisa. And Carrie. Hi, Carrie. And Cindy. Hi, Cindy. And Lisa saying hi to Carrie. <laughs> awesome. All right, let me get rid of the frame here. And we are going to be jumping into Charles Spurgeon morning by morning for February 2nd. <clears throat> Excuse me. Me, 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 me. <clears throat> and the reference is Hebrews 9.22. It says, without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. Charles says, this is the voice of unchangeable truth. In Jewish ceremonies, sins never were, were never removed, even symbolically, without the actual shedding of blood. Without exception, sin cannot be pardoned without that sin debt being satisfied <clears throat> through Christ's atonement. There is no other way. It should be clear then that there is no hope for me except for Christ. For no blood but his is worth even a second thought when it comes to atoning for sin. Wow. Am I then trusting in him alone? Is the blood of his atonement truly applied to my soul? Yes. All people are on an equal level in their need for him, no matter how moral, generous, likable, or patriotic we may be. This truth will not be altered to make an exception for, for sin, for us. Sorry. Sin will never yield to anything less powerful than the blood of him, whom God has sent to be our propitiation. The sacrifice that satisfies the wrath of God. What a blessing we have in this. The only path to forgiveness. Why should we seek another way? People who simply practice the rituals of religion cannot understand how believers can rejoice that all our sins are forgiven for Christ's sake. Yet their works, prayers, and ceremonies give them very little comfort, and rightly so, for they are ignoring such a great salvation. <clears throat> the one great and true salvation. Amen. They are seeking forgiveness without the shedding of blood. Hedia. Dear soul, sit down and behold the justice of God that must punish sin and see the punishment being carried out on your Lord Jesus. Then fall before him in humility and joy and kiss the dear feet of him whose blood has atoned for your sin. It is vain. It is a vain excuse. Or oh, I'm sorry. It is a vain exercise. Vain. <laughs> It is a vain exercise to find comfort in feeling sorry for your sin when your conscience has been pricked. For this is simply a habit we learned when we were in bondage in Egypt. The only cure for a guilty conscience is to catch sight of Jesus suffering on the cross. 
The Levitical law teaches the life of every creature is its blood. May we, oops, <laughs> may we rest assured it is also the blood of Christ that is the life of faith, joy, and every other gift, God's holy grace. Oh, how sweet to view the flowing of my Savior's precious blood with divine assurance knowing he has made my peace with God. That's from Richard Lee, who lived somewhere in the 1780s to 18-something, it says there. Yes. Um, first of all, yes. all this talk of blood, and then talking, it's, it's odd. Number one, because as a police officer, I saw a lot of blood. <laughs> Not as much as a More doctor. Not as much as a doctor, but a lot of blood. And every time it meant something bad. Oh. Right? And so every time I, it, it, it's, it's still difficult for me to accept when the songs, oh, his precious blood, all oh, the blood. And we're talking about, <laughs> oh, how great, so you funny. know? I and I, I, I understood that context, I can imagine. Oh my God. And then this poem by Richard Lee that says, oh, how sweet to view the flowing of my savior's precious blood. Like I'm, and, and I, I, and my, con like vampire. Oh my God. The context of it just is a little, it's hard. <laughs> that is amazing. I can really totally get that. I, it's, yeah. I, and I think about it almost every time, almost every time I think wow. it's like hard. It's, it's like trying to, for me, and I, and this is going to sound bad, but God understands what I'm saying. I know he does. That it's like the scratching of nails on a chalkboard and saying, wow, that's, that's so beautiful. That's how it is. It's like well, when I hear blood, thing. it kind of causes me a little bit of. Well, here's the thing. Yes. It's, you know, he lays out what he lays out is a biblical truth that uh, for atonement of sin, the Jews had to do sacrifice and the sacrifice required blood. Mm -hmm. And um, so in order to pay the entire price of all of our sins, Jesus shed his blood instead. Right. But why? Does God focus on blood? I don't know if I have the answer to that question. Like, why did he make it blood? Um, I mean, other than the, the notion that blood is the life of every living creature, mm -hmm. it is what gives life. Uh, and that's why, you know, in the Levitical law was you were not supposed to consume it. You were not supposed to ingest blood. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I think that may be a great mystery. Maybe one of our listeners would have a comment that why was it done via blood? You know? Yeah. Because it does it for everybody. And actually, I think that that may be a criticism that some people, one of the criticisms I know is that people say, oh, you guys, you Christians are looking for a cop out. You just want to say Christ died and gave his blood once and for all so that you don't have to be responsible for your sin. But what, uh, what they teach you in evangelism, like 101, like, like we have at our church, is that you run through, like that's a great evan evangelist tool, is to say, where do you think you go when you die? Mm -hmm. And to, to explain to people that it, it's a good job, it's, it, we have a just God, but he demands a price of sin to be paid. And none of us, is like even a drop of it will poison all of our system. And so who could say they live an entire life without sin? No one can. But why then is the price blood? Like, uh, why did that, why did God make the equation 
to be either the blood of animals and then finally the blood of Christ. There's something miraculous about blood. I had a thought. And then communion. Again, it's adjusting blood. I mean, symbolically. Yeah. I got a thought on that. Well, we have a lot of comments. We do. Check that out. <laughs> uh, wow. Uh, yeah, it's they're communicating back and forth. <laughs> um, and two of us saying that it's 31 degrees below zero. Yikes. Oof, <laughs> oh, oof. <my>. oof. <laughs> and she's saying, poor Andy, I feel for you. That's your context. Oh. And Lisa says, I'm coughing so much that I had to mute myself on my Zoom Bible study last night. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I hope you feel better. Yeah. And Tuva saying, please pray for Arthur Pulowski, pastor from Canada. He was jailed for 50 days and is now in court. He fed the homeless and kept his church open. Oh, I remember that. Oh. And also a sermon at uh, Coots Alberta's. Wow. Yes, we would definitely be praying for Arthur. Wow. He could get 10 years in jail. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Lisa's not sure. She read about that, and Carrie's saying, we're grateful for Jesus and communism in Canada. Oh, my gosh, yes. And we will pray, and Cindy's saying, same for me about the blood, Andy. Oh, interesting. Because, oh. yes, she used to work with police officers, too. Yeah. Uh, whenever I see a movie with Christ suffering and dying on the cross, I meditate on it and read it, the scripture. It still brings me to tears. Yes, absolutely. And it makes a lot of sense what Andy's saying. See, it's not so, not so strange. <laughs> He says, "Is he? He says it's the life. Yes, yeah. God says that in the Levitical law too. What equals sacrifice? And G Jesus sacrificed his for ours. And blood equals sacrifice. My mind and Jesus sacrificed for ours. Okay. Jesus lives in our hearts, and our hearts pump blood. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Rashina Blackberry. That's great. Rashina. Hey, two was like, pray for Arthur. See the other chat. And Lisa's saying it was most horrible death, and that's how much he loved us. And what I tell people." When they challenge me, like Hedy was saying. Just really quick, because um, these are coming in so rapidly. Yeah. I, I was just, <clears throat> as you're talking, and I appreciate what you were saying, because it kind of allowed me to kind of work through it a little bit. But uh, first of all, the, the comment about that it's an excuse. Or what the, use it as an excuse is it to, get out. to be able to sin? Um, and we still, I mean, we're not, we're not absolved of, of, Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of a silly thing. I mean, it should be. It's uh, when I was when I was religious and not Christian, or even when I was agnostic, I, I it was it was worse. I was sinning and not caring. Like I like I like I wake up, I go, wow, I really got out of hand last night. Oh well. <laughs> oh well. Let's go do it again. Not when I'm feeling better. Let's do it again. Yeah. Um, and so as a Christian, no, I mean, it, now the sin is painful. Like yes, it, it's, uh, that's it, the reflection it, of having the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Like if I say something, um, you know, out of anger to my child, instead of out of, you know, of correction or, yes. you know, direction with, with, um, you know, with strength, if I do it out of anger, I feel horrible. Yes. And, and it, I feel very like I sinned. That's one of the worst sins. When you and I maybe say something and I say something inappropriate to you yes. out of anger, it hurts. And it, it, it you just wish that you could deliver yeah. it better. I wish I wasn't so weak. You know, I, I wish I wouldn't have fallen back to my weakness and my weak self. Right. So that's old all. Man, old man comes out of the grave. Yeah. So I hope you don't mind me saying it, but that's all BS what you, what they, what they think. I could care less because that's not true. 
it's it's worse. Um, and then I'm not sure which one of them said it, but when you think about when you think about what Jesus went through, what the pain, the suffering, the blood, it, it the blood flew flowed. Is it flowed? Flowed flowed from him out of the torture for our sin. The um, and it's it's a just I think it had to be that way for us to remember to not take it lightly. What else? What else going yeah. to say? You, you know, well, yeah, they say, you know what? We're going to cut his nails a little bit too short. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're right. Oh, we're going to flick him on the chin. And you know? Sydney makes a great point. Yep. Uh, Cain and Abel murder and the blood cried out over the differences of their sacrifices mm. all the way from the beginning. It's true. All the way from the beginning, yep. the, the blood was significant and that God said that his blood was crying out. So to just kind of bring those two thoughts together that I had is that I don't know that I would feel the pain of, of of my sin now if it wasn't now that not now that I'm no longer religious, but now that I'm walking with God, that I truly understand the sacrifice that that Jesus made. Sure. So that's what gives me like, oh, oh if I could just remember not to be a jerk. right because i mean god what jesus went through was for me not to do that he shouldn't have had that that is the reason why jesus went through all that because i'm a nimrod you you know what i mean yeah absolutely and so i i don't know that i would have the same reaction without understanding the 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 sacrifice yes that was made that's why he says we should kiss his feet and come humbly before him yeah for that sacrifice yeah well and uh, Carrie added that I know Bible says our sin is covered by Jesus's blood so that God does not see or remember our sins any longer. Yeah, yeah. it's 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 all about the blood. Yeah, it's all about the blood. It's a beautiful concept. Hmm. <laughs> see, <laughs> it's so strange, isn't it? Yeah. And Andy, she, Carrie says she's right. Thank you, Carrie. She says spiritual beings, uh, Lisa says spiritual beings, beings do not bleed, but humans and animals do. Maybe that has something to do with it because God came in flesh and never sinned and yet suffered so much. Mm. Yeah, he's obviously placed, that's a great point, because he's placed a great emphasis on blood. Yes, for sure. I want to go back to. Yeah, that's what makes us probably. Yeah, that's probably you know, because of his body and his blood, but it's probably the blood that is what gives life to living creatures. Yep, for sure. Krishina, is that how you say it? Yes, Krishina Blackberry. Is this your, yeah. Is this your first time watching or did did you, are you from, did you change your name? Sometimes people change their names. (laughs) Oh, really? You remember what's her, uh, who who changed her name? Well, no, she had different names on YouTube versus Facebook. Yeah, Kate. Yeah. Yeah. So Kate had a different name, but uh, is this your first time watching? If so, um, How'd you find it? And if not, forgive us for not recognizing uh, the name, but I, I feel like this is maybe the first time you've commented at least. Let us know where you're watching from and how you found us. Oh, yes, first time. Real name. I like that name. So cool. Yeah, yes, tell us a little nice. bit more about yourself and uh, how you found us. Um, what about you? Where what, are you watching from? What is it that uh, caught you? I, I know I kind of yeah, jumped I, on. All the thoughts are gone now. <laughs> but it was... <laughs> it was... We got off. It was about um, the uh, people who are not Christians or walking with God don't understand um, the price of sin. And so I know I've, I've talked about this with Muslims before that like, 
they just don't get that whole why would he die why would he go and beat why would he give him why would he get beaten and die like that's a weak god like they don't understand that that took the ultimate amount of strength because to actually allow that to happen when you know you don't have to because you're trying to save humanity takes true strength they mm. don't understand the price of sin so for example so as a muslim i can tell you you're constantly worried about sin because you're constantly worried you're going to be judged by it judged for it and so you try to explain to them but he paid that that price you are trying to pay with your work he paid it for you mm. and so it's it's not an, it's not an easy concept for people um to get gotcha gotcha oops Lisa Wood brings up uh, Genesis 4.10. 4.10. And he said, what have you done? The voice of your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. Yeah, that's what um, Cindy was talking about. Mm. Yeah. It's, it, it's a great price, and we're very, very fortunate. Wow. <laughs> Gary says the price had to be paid and we are beggars. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, you don't realize as a as a believer that that becomes second nature to you. But as you know, as the Bible says, to um, the message of the cross is foolishness to people who are perishing. It just doesn't make sense, and and they don't have ears to hear or eyes to see. Like they just are, they're just blocked. Right. But it just sounds like foolishness. Like what? Why would God get on a cross and kill? You know. Have himself killed um, to forgive us. Why doesn't he just forgive us? <laughs> right? Yeah. He says, "Well, and that's what leads." No, yeah, we wouldn't have remembered that no. if he just would have. Yeah, you're forgiven. And for what? Based on what? Yeah, yeah. Then why? How would he not forgive everyone? Right. Wow. Sorry, I'm just thinking, <laughs> zoning up. I'm zoning, like just thinking about it all. Uh, Krishina is from. I hope I'm saying that right. Krishina is from Houston. Houston. I will be in Houston in a couple weeks, right? Yes. Weeks? Yeah. Twenty third. Um. Are you taking over this response? No, not anymore. Oh, okay. I'm letting you have it now. Sorry, there's so many comments. I just was. And uh, uh, Cindy was saying, yeah, it was hard to understand Jesus' sacrifice from Judaism. Also, yes, it's. It, it's it's a mystery that is only unlocked by the Holy Spirit when you are meant to believe it and understand it. And Lisa wants to say hi to Krishina as well. <laughs> and Gary's saying, and he had to conquer death. Yes, right. there's that too. The ability to conquer death. Non-believers don't even like the word sin. Well, but oh people, gosh, are, yeah. well, yes. And, and, but for Muslims, especially they're obsessed with sin. Um, for Buddhists, they don't describe it as sin, but they say basically until you reach perfection or enlightenment, um, you never, you never reach nirvana. You never reach the ultimate goal. So there's this concept of being a moral person or a better person. And most people think that that's enough. They don't understand that God requires a payment for every single sin otherwise because he cannot allow any sin to enter his perfect paradise mm. so how did you pay how'd you pay that debt because if you didn't pay it through christ 
then you're going to take an account for it. And no one will pass that test. You know, it's interesting that, and I'm trying to figure out how to say this. It's one of the reasons why I'm kind of lost for in my thoughts here is that what Lisa, Lisa Woods just said about not what I have up there. Non-believers don't even like the word sin is that once you understand and accept that you are a sinner, it, we, we, we go to, we go, we all go to church understanding that the, the building or the place, the place that we gather as, as, um, as Christians is our, is the, is the, is the hospital for our sin is the, the place to, to cure us of our sin. Well, the key, the sin, well, the everyday repentance or feeling guilty that he's paid the price Mm -hmm. and yet we still sin, but the, but the actual payment of it was already made the day we accepted him. Okay. But we go there to worship, to worship and to know, I mean, we were, we are, we just, we recognize that we are sinful and we, but, and we no longer, we hate it. But we're not. We're, we accept it. We, we we accept the fact that we're sinners, and we need Jesus. Yes. Where there's some people that have a sin, that they're angry, that their sin is 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 recognized as a sin. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> like right. they're they're like, no, I'm not getting. I my. My sin is is my lifestyle. <laughs> right? Recategorizing but, it so that it's not sin. As I'm so sorry, this is so hard for me to, but to to. Yeah, but no, they, they, they 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 have they have the sin that they're hanging on to. Yes. Because they they it's like their, their sin. Yes. And they don't that's like that we call the, it a sin. That's actually in the Bible too. <laughs> oh, okay, they of course love it that is. they love their sin. That's why they <laughs> remain in darkness. And what that's no partnership darkness has with light because they they love their darkness mm. and that's yeah. a curse of not being open to the gospel right uh so Krishina has something to say today she was reading a book called jesus calling and jesus lives within our hearts when we are in the presence and aware of the presence of the holy spirit forgiveness begins in our minds but is transferred in our blood cleaned by our faith mm. oh that's beautiful yeah, i like that thank you for sharing that Lisa asked, how do Muslims use the word sin? Um, If I'm not mistaken, it's just the word sin. It's just, you know, that anything that you do that is outside of God's commandments. God with a little G. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Cleansed by our faith. And Tuva is asking us to pray. And absolutely, Tuva, we will pray. We're just going to wait till the end. Mm. And, um, Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, wow, this is this has been good. This has been good for me because I I've struggled with this for so long. What does you feel any better? Yeah. Do you? Oh, good. Yeah, because I don't know. It's like I can't I can't shake. I was never able to shake it. And there's so many songs that that talk about how beautiful God's blood was. I mean, you know, in in the it's just it was hard for me to um, get the thought of it being the negative thing. And, and then singing the whole. Oh. And does this make? I don't know, how does this make it any better? It, it's just I have a better acceptance of it being beautiful in in relationship to 
is sacrifice for us. And that, 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 that is what's beautiful. Yes. And the blood, the image of the blood is the reminder of that, that, that amazing sacrifice and how much God loves us. And I know that's all to you guys. It's all old news, but you just can't. I mean, every crime scene that I went to involved, you know, a a murder or an attack or an assault with a deadly weapon or, yeah. uh, you know, a drunk driver. I mean, every every time I think of blood, it has to do with one of those things. Yeah. And I mean, every time was it was horrible. Listen to the scripture from Hebrews nine twenty two. In fact, the law requires that nearly everything be cleansed with blood. And without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. <laughs> That's deep. Yeah. Hebrews 2.3, how shall we accept if we ignore so great a salvation? This salvation, which was first announced by the Lord, was confirmed to us by those who heard him. And Leviticus 17.14 is a scripture about... Um, the importance of blood, because the life of every creature is its blood. That is why I've said to the Israelites, you must not eat the blood of any creature because the life of every creature is its blood. Anyone who eats of it must be cut off. And that's why they would drain the blood. That's why they do drain the blood in kosher meat because you're not supposed to eat the blood. So we should not be eating rare steaks. It's not, it's not the steak. It's the, um, it's when the animal's sacrificed, mm -hmm. when the animal's killed, the blood has to be drained then. So it, you can't tell usually by a piece of meat whether it's been killed um, kosher or not because it could still be red. It still may have the appearance of blood. Uh, but, um, yeah, I, I was actually commenting to Andy off camera that it's, it's interesting how we know that Christ fulfilled the law, but he came, but he came to fulfill the law. And so we are in obedience to him, modeling him by fulfilling his commandments. And he says, you know, if those that are of me will follow um, what I have taught. But it's interesting that we selectively choose things from the Old Testament to follow. Some people follow all of it. But yep. But like this, like, you know, we don't eat kosher meat. Um, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but it's just there. And it's a huge debate um, within the church. A lot of people like who don't eat pork and don't eat shellfish and do things that are, you know, part of the Levitical, the Old Testament law. And others are like, no, we don't have to listen to any of that. And God has made all animals clean. That was a scripture from First Peter, which I listened to which I had heard the Lord say to me when I was not eating pork, but it's, um, I don't know. It's kind of an interesting thought. Now he made all creatures do cre the creatures he's referring to. Does that refer to the insects that they want us to eat? I, that, I don't know. Do they have blood too? <laughs> but that's not what the Levitical oh, that, Yeah, that's true. Yeah. They have green blood. Do they? In black. Blood? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really good question. <laughs> So crazy. Oh, hey, Kat. Uh, okay. Lisa says she loves <laughs> that you, um, that Andy, that our fellowship in Christians is like a hospital. Yeah. Uh, being a Leo, you have a different experience. A Leo? Oh, law, law enforcement, enforcement officer. officer. I thought you were referring to horoscope. 
I was like, that Karen can't be referring to horoscope. <laughs> when the light shows the darkness, that's when you decide you're going to follow Jesus or not. Yes. Or man. Yes. In the USA, meat must be drained. Oh, I didn't know that. And so <laughs> Carrie's saying, don't eat blood sausage. Yes. Yeah, see, that's the thing oh. is, uh, is some people are still, you know, really good about that stuff. And she's saying they're forbidden. And so Cindy's so saying, yeah, Andy, so many memories of violence and death and myself living in survival mode, death and blood for good and salvation from the Lord was a paradigm shift for me too. Yeah. Oh, hi, Kate. Hey, Kate, we were talking about you changing your name on us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, we missed you. Hope you are well. Um, oh, you know what? Let's read Jim before I comment on this other thing. It's really short, so I thought we should just go ahead and read it. Want to go ahead? We often speak of the precious blood of Christ, but do we really comprehend the meaning of the word precious? Dictionary defines a term as meaning of great value, but to truly know the value of something, don't we have to have something to compare it to? Yet nothing in the universe compares to the blood of Jesus and its saving power. Thus, in this case, the word precious must mean beyond our ability to value it or place a mm -hmm. price on it. His blood is far is worth far more than anyone could ever afford. After all, what good will it be for man if he gains the whole world yet forfeits his soul? Or what can a man give in exchange for his soul? Matthew 16, 26. And that even puts a different spin on it. Spin on it that the, the blood that you know you see the crime scene is the blood of a sinner <laughs> usually uh, yeah but the blood of jesus christ is precious in the sense that it's beyond uh the value that you can place or price on it it's it's, it's and therefore also beyond the average meaning of blood yeah that's uh, that's even more helpful that kind of puts a cher yes. a cherry on top yay <laughs> That when we're talking about that, and now I can't think of any comparisons, but you're, you know, talking about something that's not what it is that we see at a crime scene. It's, it's Jesus' blood is not, it's beyond. Yes. Oh, that's even, that's even better. Thank you. Thank you, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Cindy had a similar experience. So she said, even when she first got saved, she went out and ate a bacon cheeseburger and slowly <laughs> fell back into some preferences for a more Jewish diet. But just a preference, not a required law. Yeah, see, I think everybody, it's kind of an individualistic thing because I was keeping a diet. And then I heard um, from the Lord, it was a very powerful experience where um, Peter's sitting on the on the balcony and the, and the sheep falls down with all the animals because he was refusing to eat. And the Lord said, do not make forbidden what I have made, what I have not made forbidden, in, get up and eat. And the Lord was like, do not make forbidden what I have made permissible you know and so i was like uh because the in the end it would be a difficult exclusion because believers there's so many believers that do eat pork that if i had to constantly say i don't eat pork um it would create controversy hmm. but you know everybody has their own preferences and i know a lot of people like mariama doesn't eat pork hmm. Our um, home church. Yes. Um, we had the, the the different people, different visitors, different Christians uh, that showed up. Yes. From different denominations. 
yes. different levels of comfort yes. with our style of doing church, which ours isn't like a, a, a bike. It's not as advanced as Mariama's. No. <laughs> Nobody's falling on the ground. Shaking. No. None of that stuff. Um, but we did get a chance with this mixture of people to, um, to yes. towards the end, we, uh, we uh, had an opportunity to um, pray over one of our visitors who she had a biopsy. They thought yes, maybe she, she might had a have... bunch of growths that yep. they were pretty confident were, were cancer. Yeah. And so, yeah, we prayed over her and she came back with a clean biopsy yeah. no cancer that was pretty awesome that was awesome so that's our praise report from that, that yeah that's awesome. so cool I, I just i was blown away because um based on her reaction and her talk about it it was not it didn't look good right so but god is good wow. all the time i'd be walking around just like on a cloud yeah. you know just seeing that that kind of thing and i've been thinking about it ever since so then you catch fire <laughs> and you're, you are motivated. So talk about, talk about what happened uh, today, this morning. So last night, um, yeah. uh, Kate, Kate, first of all, sorry, Kate's not feeling well. Oh. She had a flare up. So we're going to be Add praying for Kate too. too. I'm yeah. sorry. Um, we'll be praying for you too, Kate. And, uh, if uh, those of you that watched Pastor Jack, he talked about in communion about praying for healing and for healing other people and to be used by God to heal other people. And I prayed that really fervently because um, another one of our sisters came by the house and we prayed over her. Um, we prayed, we cried. It was beautiful and it encouraged one another. And then so I prayed that prayer. And then this morning I went into the CVS to just pick up some stuff and the saleswoman. But you weren't going to go into the CVS. I was not. I was See, sitting in the coffee. Part. I was sitting in the coffee bean <laughs> drinking my coffee before Bible study. That's the most important part, I think. And I me. didn't want to go to CVS, but the Lord's like, get up and go to CVS because I order everything online. I don't actually go into stores. And I was like, okay, Lord, let's go to CVS. And then sure enough, the checkout lady was in a tremendous amount of pain and she proceeds to tell me the entire story. We walked together across the whole store to get something from a cabinet, walked back together. And I was like, Lord, you have made this abundantly clear that this is the person who I should pray for today. So I asked her, I was like, can I pray for you? She's like, absolutely. And she had, you know, she was covered in tattoos and I, I, I didn't even, can I be honest? Yes. I wasn't even nervous. What? I wasn't. Because I was so sure that it was from God that she that she would definitely accept. It wasn't me going out on a limb. It was clearly from him. And it was beautiful. I prayed over her. I touched her back. And she um, she said, oh, my God, you're going to make me cry. She's like, that was so beautiful. Thank you so much. And it was just, it was just awesome. Wow. It was just awesome. And you so, were, and there were people in the store, like waiting in line and looking waiting, at their watch. There were people waiting in line, and I am praying over this woman's back, and she's just like, "Well, you're just gonna have to wait." You know, she didn't say anything, but she was just like, "We're busy. <laughs> we're busy now." She was definitely a believer, so it was awesome. <laughs> wow. Uh, okay, uh, where are we? Since you have control of that, tell me. Uh, Jack Carey saying Jewish diet's good for celiac. Oh. Uh, who knew? 
And Elisa saying Matthew 5, 7 to 19, um, Christ fulfills the law. Do not think that I come to destroy the law or the prophets. I do not come to destroy, but to fulfill for assuredly, I say. Yes. Amen. Mm. And so he says, praise God for his miraculous healings. Like, and you know, it's honestly, I don't know if she was healed. <laughs> That's up to God. But yeah. I, I just was happy to be obedient. I was happy to be used and she was happy to receive it. Like she was, it was just, it was just a precious moment to uh, be used by God and to just make somebody happy. And for the lady that was at our home church. The, the oh, oh that's sorry. That was a miraculous. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That was miraculous. <laughs> that was awesome. That was crazy. Uh, oh, and it goes on. Oh yeah. To... Surely I say to you till heaven and earth pass away, one jot or tittle will by no means pass on the law till it is all fulfilled. Whoever therefore breaks one, Yes. Of, uh, oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, it's an important concept. It really is. Uh, you guys prayed over me when I was there, and I felt the power of the Holy Spirit magnified. It was awesome. Mm -hmm. Oh, thank awesome. you. I love that. Yeah. Yay. All right. So you got to get your I got prayers. prayer warrior. I'm going to, yeah. Self. I, I want to remember Arthur, Arthur's last name. Sorry, we got a lot of comments. Yeah, we got a lot of through. comments today. Sorry, everyone. Okay, so Artur Pulowski. Pulowski, yeah. Uh, oh, dear Lord, we come to your throne room uh, boldly asking on behalf of your son, Arthur Pulowski, because you know his situation better than we do, Lord, but just as you've broken the chains off of your faithful servants all over the world, beginning with the apostles, um, where you have set them free from their shackles, Lord. We ask that you set Arthur free and that you clear him of the wrongdoing that the evildoers are trying to do against him. And he knows that he walks boldly and he knows that there may be consequences for standing up for righteousness. But we ask that you, uh, that you make it easy on him and you make it easy on his family and that he comes away without any more jail time, Lord, and that you, uh, that you give him that grace you give him that grace and that he has stood for righteousness and that you reward him for that, for that standing and for that boldness, knowing the consequences that he would suffer. For we know that they hated you first and they will hate us too, Lord. And uh, we come, we come with that. No, we come with that knowledge yet willingly, Lord, but we ask for leniency for him and for the sake of his family and for his loved ones. And we pray for Kate, our dear Kate, who is not feeling well, Lord. And that we ask that you grant her a supernatural healing, Lord, that we command all evil spirits to leave her body. They have no place that they, in the name of Jesus Christ, they have no place in her, around her, in her home, Lord. And we ask that you protect her, that you put your hedge of protection, just as you had promised Job, Lord, that you put a hedge of protection around her and that um, you heal her of all infirmities and that all inf infirmities in the name of Jesus Christ must go, must go, Lord. And from all of us, from anyone who's listening, Lord, that has any ailments, Lord, that we ask that you bind the enemy and that you cast them out and that they're, that our vessels, our vessels of the Holy Spirit um, have no place, have no space for evil spirits to come and to, to taunt us or to make us sick. Lord, we ask for your divine protection. We ask for your ministering angels to minister to our emotional needs. Those of us that may be suffering from anxiety or depression, Lord, that you lift, you lift that spirit and that you block it, you block it with your Holy Spirit, Lord. 
with your divine presence. We're so grateful for, we know that you are always with us, Lord, and we ask to walk in that victory. Every one of us, Lord, and those that do not yet know you, Lord, that you will draw them to you, that you will predest, that they will be those that are predestined to come to faith, that they will have eyes to see and ears to hear what the Lord is saying, what the Lord is saying, because you're the God of all and you don't want any of them to perish, Lord. And so we ask that you open their hearts, you open their their minds to receive the Christ, (sighs) our Savior, your one and only begotten Son, Jesus Christ. It's in his mighty and matchless name that we pray. Amen. Amen. So grateful for Jesus. (laughs) Yes. Amen and justice. For Arthur, God bless all. And Lisa said, I loved hearing the stories. Thank you. Keep praying without stopping. Yes. Um, no, but we got a really good gist of it. Thank you for citing that because that's exact um, verse that I was thinking of. So <laughs> thank you for. Um, yeah, thank you, Lisa. Yeah, for putting that up. <sighs> Imagine that Arthur just, uh, you know, it, it reminds me of uh, the other story that we have of the the guy, the pastor who was at the um, the abortion Hunter? clinics. Oh, oh yeah, David Huck, who uh, was defending his son. The local DA decides not to prosecute because they, he realizes he was just simply protecting his son, and yet the federal government goes after him and tries to put him in jail for for being an abortion center after twenty years of doing it. Right. Um, that we are definitely under uh, attack by the devil. Yes, he's seeped into our. Or government. But do not fear the one that could destroy your body. Fear the one that could destroy both body and soul. And the Canadian government. Um, reminds me of, um, all, of course, the stories of Paul getting imprisoned so many times. And, yes. I mean, so many, uh, John the Baptist and, you know, just people. And some of them died there, but. Yeah, people <laughs> people feared. People feared uh, people who had a greater God than the leaders of those countries, of those of those governments. They don't like it. Yes. They don't like if you don't worship them. We don't worship them. We worship them. Just like Nebuchadnezzar. Yeah. You know, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. We're like, yeah. our God will save us. And even if he doesn't, we are still not worshiping you. <laughs> so that's what Arthur's got to say. And even if he doesn't save me, I'm still not worshiping you. I will still not bow to man's wow. law. Wow, wow, wow. We're in some really weird times right now. Yeah, it's very unfortunate. And she has to take the garbage out, and it's very cold. And oh, yes, please be safe. Yeah. That is extremely cold. You got those shoes that have the spikes on them, like uh, track shoes? People in a really cold tundra and stuff have those shoes. Yeah. Don't they? Or those big tennis racket shoes. But that's a good point, Tuva. Be careful that wherever you're walking, it's it's plowed. Just take out the garbage tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. I think we got it. <laughs> <laughs> thinking about it. 43 minutes thinking about when we have to take out the garbage and it's uh, it's 50 degrees right we're like oh, oh it's so cold the kids are like it's it's dark outside <laughs> goodness grief goodness grief folks sorry too but all right my friends uh we love you guys yeah, um hedy is going to tell you about the edify app it is the edify christian podcast network edifi.app like subscribe download the podcast you'll find some really cool content there if you haven't had a chance yet, just download the app and subscribe, and then you never you don't have to really use it again. Yeah, it you can even it, delete the app after that. <laughs> no, it, it's awesome. It it's is awesome. good. You'll find other uh, great Christian pastors on there. We are the the star. 
of yeah, the app. Right, of course. <laughs> Andy, <laughs> humility is astounding. <laughs> but go on there and subscribe. That'd be awesome. Thank you guys for commenting. Thank you for being engaged. We love you, just, a- you just hit me on, on camera. <laughs> Millions of people just saw you strike me. <laughs> you better repent. Oh, Andy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that was, it was a love tap. That was a 245 of the California Penal Code. <laughs> yeah? Yes. Uh, I'll show you 245. <laughs> 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 We're silly. <laughs> We're silly. We love you guys. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. We'll see you again soon. God bless. God bless. Bye. 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 Okay, I'll hit it.